0: Hello, and welcome to Style, Not Fashion, with me, Talia. I just want to take a minute to thank everyone who's listening right now. I appreciate your feedback and support. I want to call out um, our new listeners from Bulgaria. I checked my analytics the other day, and I saw that um, people are listening from Bulgaria. So that is pretty cool. Thank you for your support. This episode is all about inspiration and where I get it from and how. I don't see a lot of people talking about this and I want to reiterate that this isn't something that I look up and kind of like list off like how to how to get inspiration for your style like if you're feeling stagnant, or um, this is just something organic that came to me being like, oh, that's cool. Maybe somebody else would enjoy that. So I'll get right into it. Um, Earlier this year, I signed up for a million magazine subscriptions. I found really cheap magazines online. I think the website might be called Blue Dolphin. I don't know, I'll link it, but it's basically you can get yearly magazine subscriptions for two dollars from this one website they're discount really, really discount um <clears throat> and I had like coupons for other things too. I think I got Vogue for like twelve dollars a year, like in style for like two dollars l Harper's Bazaar, um Cosmopolitan, and then I got some tabloids like uh people okay and uh us weekly in star so i'm i'm looking to add to that collection but i basically with the fashion magazines obviously it's more interesting i go through all of them and i either bookmark or rip out the pages that i see myself reiterating so um, I'll create a similar outfit from what I already have in my wardrobe, um, from these pictures. And sometimes I don't even save the, you know, physical piece of paper. Um, I- honestly, you can to- you can get all of these magazines for free online if you want the, um, the kind of ebook version, the digital version, but, um, I suffer from screen fatigue <laughs> at work all day. So it is nice to kind of like, I like to read them before bed and fall asleep to them. It's really relaxing. But anyways, you could just, that would just be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Just screenshotting it on your phone. But that's how I do it. And I take it from ads. Um, Obviously editorials, you know, they have a section on ballet flats and I find a pair that's that I like on that page and rip it out, or um, you know when they have their celebrities on for Vogue. Sometimes I'll rip stuff out from that. Um, I can give you an example. Um, the other day I was reading through Vogue, and I saw an ad for Louis Vuitton, and this the model was wearing a pair of sweat shorts, rolled. Then she had on a white little tank top and an oversized black blazer actually it was a crop top not a tank top and um that combination is really cool to me and I just you know ripped it out and I plan to wear that one day I don't know where I'm wearing that (laughs) but I thought it was really interesting and I'd like to recreate that so um that's a good example Uh, similarly, I find that promotional booklets and catalogs are equally as great. I try to get on as many mailing lists as I can. Um, or, you know, you could go online and read the lookbooks that they have on their websites, you know, but, um, I do really enjoy getting, um, free people in the mail because free people is, um, they, it's not necessarily, they know that their customer isn't calling them up and, you know, ordering what's in the catalog. No, it's, it's there as a piece of inspiration and it's just showing how they want to represent themselves. I think I get one for every month. Yeah. I've gotten one for every month, which is really crazy. Um, but, uh, it it just shows their, you know, little capsule for, um, for this month. And it gives me actually so much, so many ideas. It's ridiculous. Like, you know how they have their like way home shorts, I think with the thick, um, kind of ruched waistband, pairing that with a pair of like spandex underneath. And the spandex is like peeking out on the waistband and um, on the leg, that kind of layering, I never really thought about in my workout wear. It's kind of given me a new perspective on how I'm going to wear my workout wear, like, you know, little like spaghetti strap, um, kind of on the looser side, tank tops. And then wearing that over a short sleeve white t-shirt is very interesting to me because, I feel like nobody layers their athletic wear anymore. It's kind of like a one and done situation. Like you buy a nice Lululemon top and kind of call it a day. But for some reason, free people likes to layer. And there's a lot of, there's been a lot of ideas that I take from it. And I take a screenshot or, and it it doesn't even have to be the outfit that you want to create from your wardrobe. It can be the actual piece being like, wow, that's a really cool piece. I want to buy that, you know? Um, I'm currently working on what other catalogs I can sign up for to get delivered. Um, My work gets them. So I see them around my work because we take a lot of inspiration from those brands, such as uh, Johnny Was and Free People. Um, They're similar in that way, so... Um, it, it's really cool to go through the, um, the catalogs in that way. Um, number three, store mannequins. So this is kind of an obvious one, but when I go shopping, it's always so cool to see how the stylist chose to represent the clothing on the mannequin. And I feel like no one really thinks about this anymore. I feel like no one really sees the mannequin in the store and says, oh, like I want to buy that outfit, you know, and go home with that outfit. I I just feel like people are much more um, simplistic these days in taking home just an individual piece that they see. But um, I find this especially cool in consignment stores because, you know, to work in a consignment store, you have to be somewhat of a stylist too because you're curating a collection inside the store and people bring stuff in to sell to you. Right, so what they come up with on the mannequins there? Not talking about Plato's Closet. <laughs> I'm talking about you know a, your local um, consignment store. For example, the Boston area, we've got Raspberry Beret, we've got um, Revolve. Those are the two I can think of up off the top of my head that have several locations. Um, Covet in South Boston is great too. I know that they have another location. Or several others. Um, So, yeah, it's just so cool to see what they come up with. And how they actually style the vintage pieces. um, Or the the used pieces. Um, Because it's unpredictable, you know, what they get in. It's cool to see what what they come up with. It's a lot more ad hoc than these big corporations. Like, you walk into American Eagle and that that visual merchandising representation has been thought about to the max. We, you know, we have a whole visual merchandising department and that's their sole job is to figure that out. And it's been thought about. It's been thought about over and over again, what piece is going to hang up in the store window because that's the piece with, you know, a, a big margin or, or it's our feature piece or it's what we want to say, you know, what, what we want uh, what, to, what we want our customer to hear and see first. So um, I will take a picture of those and I'll put them on my phone. Yeah, my phone has a lot of photos. <laughs> my phone is like 30,000. No, I think the last time I checked it had 44,000 images on there. Yeah. So honestly, I just take a picture and I'll go back to them at some point. If you're the person that likes to delete photos, good for you, but uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> so number four, having a color wheel in your closet can be interesting. Um, they say that when you get dressed And you have like a color on and you want some kind of like pairing as in like a maybe like a pop of color. You always want to go and find the thing that you least expect. Uh, (laughs) So, for example, I pick up um, an orange. Like, do you ever see someone wearing two completely different colors and you're like, how the heck? Does that look good? How is she wearing two completely different colors or like in a color block way? And it looks incredible. She just randomly picked those two colors. No, no, no. She didn't just randomly pick those two colors. (laughs) She picked up something in her closet and she saw the color of it. She saw blue. Okay. And then she went all the way across to whatever color was in the direct opposite of that, um, color. Like if you have the wheel, you point to the, um, what did I say? Orange and just go to the exact opposite color and it's blue, right? And so you put orange and blue together and somehow it works. I don't know. It's hard to explain that without a visual. So I'm sorry, but it is, it has been, um, useful To me, to print out a color wheel and tape it inside my closet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you pick up something and you're like, okay, I see the color of this. Then what's the exact opposite that I could go for so that those two colors um, work in harmony with each other? This is the same thing. With just pieces in general. So um, when you pick something up, you pick up a pair of pants and you're like, what is, what would I least expect this to be worn with? What you least expect is like sometimes what works perfectly. So I'll call out um an outfit I put together that I wore in the winter. Um, I had leather pants, and I said to myself, "Like, what on earth? Like, what is the last thing I expect to be with these edgy leather pants?" And I'm looking in my wardrobe, and I found a blue and white striped cotton uh, button-down from Ralph Lauren with the little uh, polo logo on the chest, and um, They work perfectly, like this white, um, summery, preppy, button-down, soft button-down, worky button-down goes perfectly with these biker, leather, edgy, wintry pants. I can't explain it. I've heard this before. Um... I've heard influencers, like style influencers, talk about this. I'll get to them in a minute. Um, That this is just one of those things that they say to do. When you're dressing yourself and you're stuck and you can't think of a top, think about what top you would least expect. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it doesn't. That goes for color as well. Pick the color that you least expect to go with it, you know? Um... So moving on, I'm going to talk about um another source of inspiration which is completely um subjective and that is movies and TV. I don't necessarily watch a lot of TV or or, or I have really haven't seen that many movies, but um I can tell you that I notice a pattern in what I like to watch and it actually really is the most annoying thing ever it's that i don't like to watch things that uh don't have a uh, fashion in them like if someone is like if the outfits are boring like i i can't watch it and it's sad because i realize that like everything I watch is now like fashion related and I get off my laptop from doing my fashion job and I go directly to watching sex in the city and taking pictures of her outfits and looking at her outfits and yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. Sex in the city has been a huge inspiration for me. I think I've watched it three times over now. And when I see something that Carrie wears or even I, I actually take a lot of inspiration from Charlotte, um, Charlotte and sometimes Samantha, Miranda. They did Miranda dirty in in that show. It's tragic. Um, I'll leave it at that. But I'll pause the show and I'll take a picture of it with my phone. Or I'll just try to like mentally remember, okay, red long sleeve crop top with um, long pleated red matching skirt that's kind of low rise. If you know, if you know that scene, it's Carrie and her birthday dinner and no one shows up. (laughs) And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, her outfits, like, some of them are, like, way too crazy to recreate, but a lot of them, a lot of what I take pictures of are, like, basics and also things that she's in for, like, literally 30 seconds that no one really thinks about. Like, she um, sees big, um, outside the church, uh, take like after he takes his mother to church. And this is like before, this is like right early on in their relationship. And she is like kind of sad cause he doesn't really want to introduce her to his family, his mother and like, no, Carrie, like you can't come to church with us. And yeah, um, but anyways, she's like just taking her morning stroll with her cotton or getting coffee. Iconic, iconic. And she's wearing these like navy blue, long, um, straight leg Adidas, like vintage high waisted Adidas little pants and little um, chunky like ASICs sneakers with um, a white zip up. Hoodie and sunglasses, and she's got her latte. Even something like that, I took a picture of, and <laughs> you bet I went out and bought all that stuff. I now have eight chunky asic sneakers and the long Adidas pants, and I'm still working on the zip up, the white zip up, and trying to find something that looks like hers. It's like a because she has a hoodie, but I'm I'm just saying it doesn't even have to be like the feature, you know, the, the scene that she's in for like forever. But even just like the little things um are, are helpful for me in, in getting me inspired within my own um closet, my wardrobe. Um so now we'll talk about influencers. Find your influencer that you um see as like your Bible. Um I am constantly looking at this woman. her name is Lydia Jane Tomlinson. Unfortunately, she is based in the u k and a lot of her links don't work for me because maybe it's only available in the u k or uh, she has a million people, so they're like sold out. but I just the the bigger idea is the inspiration behind it um I am mainly impressed by her going out looks. She does so well and she's um, like 25, 26. So she's young and she just her going out looks are so age appropriate. Um, And she has the exact same viewpoint as me that, um, you know, style and not fashion. And she emphasizes like the way you put things together and the color and um the silhouette versus, "Oh, I bought this," and you should too," or, "Oh, like, haul, like, okay, buy this and buy that and da 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 da." like it's more it focuses more on tips and um concepts rather than actual pieces um to add to your collection. Uh, so she is amazing, and I recommend her. I'd love to hear your influencer suggestions as well. Um, I'd love to see someone in the United States do something like this so that if I do like something, I can go and purchase it. Um, However, it has actually saved me a lot of money not being able to purchase their stuff now that I think about it because I just go and I look it up on Poshmark and get the same thing for like 10 bucks. But that's just because I can't find it in the U.S. But... Um, anyways, Lydia Jane Tomlinson, she has a YouTube as well. Um, fantastic. She's, she's fantastic. Here's another one. Um, people watching. This is just a really simple one. When I see something that someone's wearing in reality at a restaurant, at the grocery store, in real life, and especially at work for me. I go ahead and write it down. It usually has to do with, like, uh, the actual silhouette or what they chose to... The individual pieces that they put together to make an outfit rather than, like, a specific shirt. So that's a simple one. Um, Another source of inspiration for me especially is... um when I tap into my passions when, um, creating my wardrobe. So here's an example. The other day from a magazine, I saw that ballet flats are coming back in a big way and they're actually making them in, um, pointe shoe form. So, um, If you don't know ballet, uh, pointe shoes are um, where the dancer actually dances on her toes, her literal toes. We have a soft shoe, like a canvas ballet slipper, and then we have the pointe shoe. And you're on your toes and you're on relevé the whole time. And it's like a block of wood. The shape is is a lot different and it's like kind of raised. I want to say like... The toe box itself is kind of oval, oval rectangular-ish. And so that style is coming back. And I think Simone Rocha was kind of like headlining it, but um, that's a good example, like tapping into my life and what I like to do. Um, I've been a dancer my whole life and I feel like a shoe like that will just never go out of style for me because (laughs) I'm a ballet dancer, you know, having a point shoe shoe is so cool. (laughs) And it's, it's, to me, it's very genuine. Um, likewise, I was trying to think of other sports that might be applicable. If you play rugby, hone into rugby, uh, like sweatshirts, shirts, um, playing tennis, hone into tennis skirts, you know, especially if you wear them genuinely, like that's so fun. You can take your art wherever you go. You can take your sport wherever you go. Uh, baseball, tees, etc. Um, similarly tap into your culture. I'm Italian. Um, uh, for some, for some reason, um, I think it's the coolest thing ever to try and dress more Italian. And honestly, it's like kind of interrupting the way I eat too because I'm like, oh, like, okay, obviously I love pasta, but like like I'm I'm Italian. Like why don't I go home and make some pasta? I don't know. It's (laughs) – my grandfather um, is from Sicily and I have some family – Um, that I visited that lives there currently. And I've just been taking inspiration from, um, the country and the way that they dress and they love bold prints and they love gold and think, think, um, outfitting along the lines of Dolce & Gabbana and Versace and, um, Gucci, like louder things in color, um, I'll give an example of um, also not ruling out the things that your family gives you that's close to your culture. Um, uh, uh, You shouldn't rule those out. Like someone gives you something that is imperative to your culture that's that's wearable and you simply don't wear it because, you know, it's just like not in. Well, who cares? Like it's cuz it's you. That's authentic. It's it's you. And honestly, it can never be ugly if it's you. I don't know. Um <laughs> I'll give an example. Um my one of my cousins in Sicily when I visited there, um we went to a the a, a big part of like Sicilian um a Sicilian culture I think like Palermo and like Catania area is uh, puppet shows like they do these big like handmade um, puppets they're really beautiful or like ma- I should say maybe marionettes um, and so like we went to the museum together and everything and at the end of the trip my cousins um, presented me with this like necklace with a, a, a puppet on it for um <laughs> Uh, It's actually called a (laughs) poopy. That's what they say. It's P-U-P-I is puppet. And um, it's... uh, I'm not going to lie. It's it's a a little bizarre looking. It's on a black chain. And it's a necklace. And um, it has a small metal puppet. And she can actually, like, move her arms up and down. And it's, like, red and yellow. And... It's, it's, think of like a pendant necklace and it has like a small charm on it. I just, I never wore it because I was in high school at the time and I was like, this is, you know, obviously something I'll keep with me forever, but I just don't think I'll ever wear it because people are going to think I'm weird here wearing a poopy around my neck. <laughs> like, what, what is that, Tally, around your neck? Like, there's like a little doll around your neck, but, um, it's not like that anymore and as I've gained confidence in my adult life I don't see a reason why I sh- I if I actually like it which I do because it means so much to me that I I I need to wear it and recently I've tried it on and I was like, "You know what? I actually really like this." And I can see myself wearing this more often. Um so, so yeah, I've just been wearing that more often, and I love it because it reminds me of them. Um, likewise, buying things and purchasing things that are wearable that have to do with where you're from is equally as important. Um, the first thing that comes to mind with this inspiration is um, Cape Cod bracelets. You might refer to them as screwball bracelets. But, um, if you're, if you know, you know, like if you're from the area, like they're incredibly popular. And even if you've never been to the Cape, you might even have one. But basically, um, it's, it's a, you know, real gold and silver bracelet and, um, it's not, it's not something you take on and off. Like the classic screwball bracelet isn't, um, it, it has like a silver bracelet and it has a ball that screws um it together on your wrist and the ball is gold. And you can get the necklace version, you can get earrings. Um and they're all indicative of Cape Cod. And um it, it means a lot to me because my grandma lives there and it's where I've spent um a lot of time with my family and I've made a ton of memories there. So um It's really special having these on because they remind me of not only my Nana, but the times I've had on Cape Cod. So um, wearing things that have to do with your culture and where you're from are a huge source of inspiration. Don't forget about them. And they can be um, thinking of that when purchasing something can be extremely fun and helpful Um, especially with the longevity of it, because I will have these forever and ever and ever in my children will too. So this is also interesting, uh, souvenirs. So (laughs) I'm not the person who likes, uh, knickknacks. I, no surprise, I guess, uh, when I go places, what I like to take home are wearable souvenirs. I don't like taking home knickknacks. I like Taking home wearable things, that is, uh, that that are a part of where I visit, um, because that that's so cool. Like, oh, like where'd you where'd you get this from? Like, oh, like I got it in Amsterdam. Like, this is what they wear over there. Like, you know, it, it's really just it's it's awesome, and even better that you're supporting the local community. Um. For example, I went to Quebec recently, and um, my boyfriend surprised me for my birthday with a fur hat that was made locally there. Um, and that was just incredible because, you know, you can't get that in the United States, and it's it, that's them. That's their culture, and that's what they wear, and um, it's fantastic, and I'll have it forever. Um this is a cool source of inspiration: estate sales. So I'm working on this, especially with the pandemic. This is kind of something that's coming back. Um, I'm working on finding more places to 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 go for estate sales. It's not easy to find ones that um, represent my style. Um, but you know, you can go online and find estate sales that, and, and like look through all the pictures of them. And then, you know, you show up on that day and, um, attempt to buy it. But I want to talk about estate sales, um, as a source of inspiration because that's always Cool. Um, going into someone's home and seeing the whole picture, you have a whole picture of their life and and that's just a huge source of influence for me. And then um, seeing their closet and seeing their accessories um, is even more fun because you just get a fuller picture of the life that they led and it's it gives you an even better idea about how to wear the pieces and who to be when you when you wear them um and plus you have a great story on top of that <laughs> uh so yeah estate sales are a huge source of inspiration i've been to a lot of estate sales um not a lot in the past 2 years but um definitely on the cape there's been a lot of estate sales I've been to, a lot of houses on the water. And with that came more coastal apparel, nautical apparel, which is exciting. Um, so, yeah. Um, moving along, magazine uh, columns online are like lists. So on I do this when I make bigger purchases. I did this when I was looking for a laser hair removal device. But you can do it for any kind of um, uh, purchase. Uh, A lot of magazines will have like shopping pages where they list like best dresses for New Year's Eve or like best hair dryers. And you can kind of shop from that. And it's very comprehensive. And they don't just, you know, it's not sponsored either. And you can they don't just write about these like they have to get the product in or or talk to a doctor or talk to whoever. Um, They can't just like randomly write about them. So I do trust them and feel as though they are a great source of um, inspiration. I did this when I was looking for like a Christmas party dress and just they'll have like really unique pieces. And yeah, they'll be really expensive, but what I do is I go from there. I look up a similar piece on Poshmark or eBay. You know, a lot of the pieces that Vogue will, will show are like thousands of dollars, but at least I get the inspiration, I get the vibe, and then I, I go from there. Um, you know, likewise, they have like their own shopping sites, um, like Harper's Bazaar and um, and Vogue, like literally have their own like little e-commerce like platform um that you can go on so um i've actually never purchased from uh those sites but i'm working on um making them kind of a ritual for when i need some some inspiration and uh ideas for for what i want to purchase um if you're feeling stagnant as well I would recommend Rent the Runway. They have some great introductory um, prices. They might even still do like a a free month. I'm not sure, but I felt this way when I was first seeing my boyfriend. I honestly had no idea what to wear, and I think it was also because we were coming out of, of a pandemic And I had also turned just turned twenty one, so I'm like trying to figure out how to dress from this like kinda new age of going out and drinking too and um and how to (laughs) get back into real life after being isolated for so long. And um I tried Rent the Runway. Um it wasn't the first time I've tried Rent the Runway, but just brought me so much, just a much needed new perspective on, um, clothing. Uh, this is in 2020. So, um, it brought me to realize that I need to be buying ultra high waisted jeans because they make my legs look so long. <laughs> um, it just, it introduced me to like some corset shirts that I love, um, and realize that that's a style that I, um, really want to emphasize going forward. And it looks great on my body. It's just, um, it kind of got me out of a rut and I'm, I was really thankful for that. Um, so if you're feeling stagnant, that can be an outlet for you. Um, also, This is something I do, like, every day (laughs) because I am a shopaholic. (laughs) But um, if you've ever heard of the site The Real Real, that can be really, really incredible. But you can use it as a source of inspiration. So what I do is I go in the clearance section and I filter by my size and I press low to high in the filter and i just go through that i just go through whatever it is and um you know it'll just come up like quick like $15 like $20 items you know and you can kind of pick from there what um what fits what you think fits your aesthetic or that you want to try and sometimes shopping the clearance can be helpful for you in picking out, um, something that you wouldn't necessarily reach for. Like, if you limit yourself to just the clearance category, you're, you're bound to pick out something that you really wouldn't have (laughs) if you were just at, um, just the regular part of the website. Um, and yeah, that's an arguable point, but, um... I think of uh, TJ Maxx for this as well. The first thing I do when I go to TJ Maxx is go to the clearance section and search through because um, it's it's fabulous. and also going to going to, like the real real and TJ Maxx. Um, you're able to kind of pick yourself out of this mix of stuff rather than at a department store, I'm sorry, rather than at a normal store, think American Eagle, think Aritzia, they show the whole picture and you pick what you like because you want to be a part of that picture. Does that make sense? So American Eagle and Aritzia, they have this like, totally different thing. Sorry, I'll focus on Aritzia right now. They have this like, it girl um, look, aesthetic, like, clean, um, neutrals, uh, silhouettes, you know, it's, they have this one aesthetic and they, that's how they do their business. And it's been extremely profitable and that, um, you buy it because you want a piece of that aesthetic. You want the it girl aesthetic that they present to you as a whole. Whereas at TJ Maxx, the it girl pieces from that store or wherever, you know, they don't really carry Aritzia, but whatever, um, there's all these different aesthetics mixed together and you have to pick out from that what you like, you might get a different, um, Sense of yourself and sense of your style there, rather than at Aritzia, um, where it's all one aesthetic, rather than the aesthetics mixed up together. So I hope that that um, helped you. That's what um, helps me. I've never really heard someone talk about their inspirations and dedicating an episode to it, so. I really hope that it was valuable to you. Um, Thank you so, so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.